All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today. Nothing is into your head. I hope you don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 94 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill, and I'm the admin on the FAQ message board, if you didn't already know that. And joining me today... Boston. Hey, brah. Hey, what's up? What's up? It's wicked awesome. <laughs> 69th Blizzard, Ken. Hello. And St. Louis Kiss. Lonnie, thank you, gentlemen, for giving me your time and giving everyone your time. So we're going to pick up a old topic that we've done before. And in my hand that came out of the hat the last time are the topics. So I've got no idea which ones these are now. I'm just going to randomly pick one. We're going to go with that today. <laughs> Do we have any news? How's your, how's your uh, before the cruise party coming along, Andy? Uh, it's coming along really good. Uh, as uh, I don't know if anybody, uh, well, a bunch of people, if they've been keeping up with uh, on the group's uh, side, is uh, Chip from Enough's Enough's going to be there for an hour from 6 to 7. Nice. And uh, that, that was uh, pretty wild, man. So, you know, Lydia's, Lydia Chris is going to be there, and Maria Contessa is going to be there, and uh, Ken Sharp's going to be there. Oh my God! We got DJ Noise, who's uh, been doing the party for mm. the last four years, going to be in his fifth year, and plus he's been on the cruise uh, this year. is the second time he's actually one of the acts, uh, you know, doing his thing on the cruise. And uh, he's not just like a regular DJ, man. He does the whole DJ. He does it's all Kiss tunes, man. He does all his funky thing. And uh, and then when he gets on the cruise, though, he does the whole thing, and uh, he ex- and then he's going to do some, uh, you know, like heavier metal and stuff. He's going to mix it up because he's playing four nights this year. But uh, he brings the drums along too, so he get he, he, like when the music's going, he's doing a thing, and then he jumps into the drums. It's it's pretty wild. So uh, good good time. Plus, uh, podcast Rock City Day is going to be there uh, from four to the midnight doing his thing. Uh, you know, everybody can jump in and stuff, and uh, you know, there's going to be who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, anything because sometimes uh, sometimes that's... some of the special guests just show up, and I put the word out there to everybody and anybody. Uh, basically, wants to show up. It's it's out there, and uh, we we never know. Sometimes people just show out of the woodworks. All of a sudden, they're like, "Hey, you know." <laughs> so, so and it's that, free. Yeah, that, everybody. that sounds it's like it's going to be a blast. So you know, for everyone. Listen, Jillian. Though, we want Jillian down there to bring his book so we can sign. Come on, Jillian, let's go. <laughs> no, I would love to thank you kindly, but uh, I. Uh, Julian signing. That'd be awesome. No. He charges a fee just for. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. What, one of my, Don't one of make my, direct eye contact with him. You know, I, <laughs> you know I, I've, I've got the perfect excuse, Andy. My books are too heavy. I wouldn't be able to bring enough. Emil. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag blast. My books go. are too big. I can't bring them. They're too big. I, you know, wouldn't Emil. be able to check luggage, you know, easy jet or whoever. You know, I'd only be able to bring about 10 and, you know, wouldn't work out. Mm. So, well, right. well, I, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot one person. Uh, Roman's going to be there too uh, to sign. You know, he's going to have a thing up to uh, sign petition to get uh, Bill O'Coin in a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So he's going to be there. So, which reminds know. me, thank you, because last week I mentioned the uh, petition, and we've got a link up on it about it on the message board at the moment. But you do not have to pay to sign the petition. You go in, you sign the petition, and then it pops up with a, you would like to donate to I petitions, and you're like, sort off, no, cancel. And your your, your signature's there. You're, you're signed. So don't get freaked out by that, you know, rather um, obnoxious, you know, attempt to get some money that they're doing. 
it has nothing to do with the petition the guys doing the petition it's not them trying to make money out of you it's the company that hosts the petitions trying to probably cover their operating costs for all these free petitions that people do so you're not obligated to give anything to them other than the delete key finger so and uh, basically it takes you basically five seconds you write your name email submit you know and there's people and there's going to be people there to actually help you out if you you know they're going to show you sit down do it on a computer it literally takes you five seconds your name email submit done you walk away it's easy as that and everybody should sign it believe me before that hotel i'm getting everybody i don't care employees anybody and everybody to sign that petition yeah i, I so, mean in, instead of having chick or chick or whatever the hell you want to call Nile rogers <laughs> band getting nominated every year and rejected how about getting a manager like bill o'coin into the rock and hall of fame you know as as much as we hate the hall you know let's get some recognition for uh, someone who did something cool let's get on to today's topic actually uh let's just go back one second you mentioned uh, ken sharp is going to be one of your guests and he's just got a new album out which uh check his page out on facebook and it sounds like uh he's hooked up with a european distributor to do kind of a greatest hits lp this was his fourth album so some of his favorite songs uh and that's just really cool because ken's not just an author you got one yeah i got one there it is there it is i got one got another (laughs) wrong way up wow Right. And if you like, if you like, if you like like a '70s kind of vibe, but it's not heavy, and it's not like super light, it's kind of an in between. That's the only way I can explain it. I don't know. I don't know how else. It sounds kind of Beatleish. Yeah, it, uh, it, it's melodic power pop. You know, like he yeah. writes, like he writes about with so many of the influences. Um, I, I'm thinking Raspberry, some of the early '70s okay. singer-songwriter um, stuff. I, I mean, people who know power pop better than me would be able to rattle off a whole bunch of uh, names. But it's, uh, mm. you know, it's some cool stuff. It, you know, for Kiss-related, you know, this is a guy who's done a lot for the Kiss community, and you know, his contributions continue. So if uh, you give him a listen, give him a chance, that's always cool. All right, so. Let's get into today's, and there you are, advertising. Yes, shop. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys want to know what topic came up? What's the topic? I love being put on the spot. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's either going to be yay, or it's going to be forget it, Julia, choose another. All right, have you ever met any members of the band? Did meeting them change your personal opinion of them for better or worse? Or Ooh. who would you most like to meet and under what circumstances? Now, there's going to be nothing about oil and butter with Vinnie Vincent in a tent in the woods, you know, for meeting anyone under any circumstances. So we want to stay out of that realm of things. If you've got any kinky dreams, don't want to know them. <laughs> well, I'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> oh, gosh. Lottie's Paul and butter, right? Paul. <laughs> That's why I said it. Well, I'm out. All right, so let's go. I mean, Andy, I already know that right now you've met some members of the band. So, you know, did meeting. I'm thinking one in particular that you mentioned recently. um, Change your opinion of them. Let's start with you. Wow. Uh, Good or bad? (laughs) Uh, Well... Oh my God! I've met everybody, so it's not like I haven't met somebody. So that's out of the question with that. Uh, do I like to actually meet again? It's really or, or which one of those guys that you met um, 
did they change your opinion of them did, when when you met them? You know, oh, were you, were you oh, expecting yeah. one thing, and oh, when you actually met them, you're like, oh, or oh, you know, depending yeah. on your perspective. Uh, the the first day, you know, uh, Eric Kyle was always cool. I heard he was always cool when I met him. Fantastic, morning, fantastic, over the world. So it, it, Eric was Eric Kyle was always cool. Uh, uh, Bruce Kulik. Met him when I met him. Always cool. Still always cool. Top notch. No problem. And um, Gene, the first, everybody sometimes gives Gene a bad rap. Oh, he's got a bad day. Da, 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 this and that. Every time I've ever met Gene or talked to Gene or whatever it was, it's always been top notch. There's never been a problem with Gene. Uh, wow. T- Tommy, Tommy was just, uh, he was nice. Just quiet and nice. There was no issues or nothing like that. Uh, uh, Ace really is 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 <laughs> he's he's uh you know as we all know he's a little hard of hearing so you got to talk up a little bit louder and uh, he basically does the thumbs up kind of thing and you know there's it, not really much talk with him so it's too bad that he couldn't like hang out and talk more and hang out with Ace that would be you know one of my big things I did hang out with him one time behind stage. And uh, he was really cool. When you get, you know, I think when you get him in that spot where he's really, really good about it, it's really good. You know what I mean? There are other times that, you know, a lot of times he's just sitting there and he gives a thumbs up, sign stuff, and it's time to move on. Uh, Paul, okay, Paul was the first time I've ever met Paul. I was a little bit taken back, you know, because it's got this, you know, big thing about them. He was a little taken back. It seemed very kind of. I don't know how to. Exp- I don't know. It wasn't like he was bad, but it wasn't like it was like the high thing for me. I, I don't know what it is. Um, but then when I made him to sing the casket piece years later, it was a whole different experience. He was very, you know, outgoing about it. Hi, how you doing? You know, thank you. Da da da. So it was very good. Um, Peter Chris, the first time I met him, awful. Very. He changed my perspective on him for the longest time. Uh, when Peter did his solo, uh, you know, back in the day when he went out solo and did his solo stuff, mm-hmm. uh, the the last the last day of the tour was in the Boston area, and we went. A bunch of us went, and it, I mean, it was cold. It was like in the January. I mean, it was like a thaw down here. It was like minus thirty. It was like really, really cold. And I uh, we went to go see the last night, and uh, you know, he's playing these little drum things, and he said, "Oh, this is the best thing that Gene Simmons ever gave me." And he's like playing and playing she on him. So, you know, the little bit of the, the sticking started happening. And then uh, after uh, after the show, we had to, like, run around the whole building. And there was a tour bus. And we're sitting out there. And we're all freezing. And there was about probably about 20 of us there. And uh, the first thing is that the door, the back door opens up. Because I had never been to the place. So other people had been to see other shows there and seen other people. So they know used to know where they come out. Well, Peter opens the door. Or they open the door. And Peter comes out the doorway. And the first thing he does, he goes, looks down. And everybody goes, <sighs> like that, that, oh boy, here we go. And he walks down the stairs with one of the other guys in the in the band. So next to him, he walks down, and everybody just kind of pots the seats and let, the, let let him walk through, you know? We figure, well, he's going to stop, say nothing. He starts walking, he gets into, like, into the bus, takes one, one or two steps in the bus, and finally somebody yells out, hey, Peter, you're going you're gonna to hang out with us in this snap? And the guy turned around and said, Peter's not going to hang around, just, just go home, get out of here, and this and that. So, and then he just kind of turned around and gave everybody kind of that, like, that look, like, mm, just go away, you know? He went in the bus, came out about 15 minutes later, jumped into a car and split. So, oh. 
that this was, you know, this is this is before you could actually, you know, this is back then, you know, and that really crushed me because, you know, as much as I love Ace and then whole G, you know, Peter, man, come on, this is the guy who was in the band, it's, you know, started it all, and then and nobody ever really got to see him that much because he's always hidden, you know, you never really saw him, and then when you see him, and that crushed me for years. I was so upset, and I'm like, oh, this guy never wanted to meet again because, you know, it's like one of those things you're afraid to meet, you stop because they'll crush you, and that'll be it. And that crushed me for years. I didn't want to even think about even. I was even afraid if it came up that uh, it would come up that uh, if I ever got the chance to meet Peter again, I don't know if I wanted to go do it because it just made me think of that thought of back. Oh man, I just I got crushed years ago, you know. So, but then it ended up happening is that he did have a thing at uh, one of these uh, horror expos about five years ago around here, and I went and uh, you know you go up and you line up and I couldn't believe it. I, I you know. Uh, actually, first he was at an expo in uh, in New Jersey, I think like two weeks before that. And he was down there, and he was all happy and giggly. And he actually stood beside me. I don't know, I was just standing there. I was kind of like dressed up because they, they had a contest, and he was the judge. And I'm just standing against the wall, and then he, Peter come over and st- stood next to me. It was just freak thing about it. And he's a, he, he started talking to me, and I'm like, I can't believe this. This is the guy who was kind of a long time ago. And now he's like, hey, how you doing? Man, you look pretty cool. And I'm sitting here going... Oh my God! This is just—it's done like a 180. You know what I mean? A 160. It was just amazing. You know? 160. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you know, with, with cats, you never know whether you're gonna get, you know, hug, hugging and nuzzling oh, or sorry. scratchy bleedy. So c- cats, cats are special. Is it, is it, is it a cat thing? Because yeah, even... you know, one one time they're nuzzling you, and the next they're ripping your eyes out. So you never you never know what what a cat's gonna do <laughs> right. to you. You know. Yeah, and, and and even like the first time, uh, uh, even Eric Singer, he's you know, I, I mean, he go to the expos, you meet him down, I met him down in the uh, coffee house, and this that, and uh, he's had you know early to dates because you know when he was in Kiss and then he got boop, you know, out of Kiss, he wasn't exactly happy about it, so he would go to conventions kind of, you know, and he would say the, he would say he would tell him he goes, man, I was in the band, they let me go, fuck, he was all mad, at, he was mad at them, but he's explaining this to people. You know, at the convention. So now you look at this guy going, "Wow, he's kind of." <laughs> so I guess it all depends on the day and time you meet everybody. You know. Yeah, and and the mood, and you know, one thing I've noticed a lot with what people have said about their interactions, particularly with Paul, is sometimes he gets a vibe from you and can be very standoffish. So he's got like this aura around him that I think is about it's about three feet in diameter, and when you step in that zone. He's either going to read you as, okay, you're all right, I like you, I'm going to talk to you, or I'm not too sure about you, yeah. talk to the hand. You know, so and even mm. even though it's kind of like the business of socializing in these meet and greets, he still has um, his his zone of safety, I, I guess. I, I don't know really how to put it into words completely of uh, where he reads a person and, you know, judges them. Um, a little bit as to whether he's going to be comfortable interacting with you and how he's going to be comfortable interacting with you and obviously he's had to put up with a lot of weird people throughout his career so um you know i I totally get that and i think it's a respect that you gotta you know approach approach them in a ways that's cool you know you can't be just jumping on him give me this give me that give me an autograph Mm -hmm. i want the picture with you. you you know Basically, every time I've, you know, even if I, you met them before, basically you just say, you know, when it's the right time, you just say, hi, how you doing? And, you know, it, you go from there and see, see how it is, you know? 
Because, you know, like you and I, we go to work every day or we do something. We don't know what you've done all day. You know, you don't know if you had a good day or a bad day or whatever kind of day you have. And mm-hmm. I only missed one other one, Mark St. John. I met Mark St. John mm-hmm. twice, and he was fine. You know, at the Expos, you know, he went to, a, you know, before he passed away, Expos, and he was fine. So he was all happy and dappy and stuff like that. Long, but, but for the most part, meeting most of them or all of them, basically, in a way, I say 99, 98% of the time was fine. Or 94, 95. <laughs> Give or take. Well, how dreadfully boring. I mean, they didn't punch you out or, you know, have you escorted out by security. I mean, that's just a total fail with panelist number one. So let's move on to panelist number two and see if he was arrested or um, exited by security. Lonnie, let's go to you on this one. Um, I've met I've met everybody, I guess, except Vinny. I guess Vinny, Mark St. John, and Eric Carr. I didn't meet either of them, but um, the one that, that surprised me, though, I would say the most is Peter Chris, and that I've he- I've heard story I've always heard stories of of Peter being you know a, that Peter can be very standoffish and, and not sign, especially if like you run into him somewhere that you know he won't sign. And a buddy of mine like he said he literally had like chased Peter down and like Peter was like literally like running away from him, like something out of like, like a Beatles movie. You know what I mean? And like when he finally got him and he got Peter to sign his old kiss lunchbox from the seventies. I mean, it doesn't even look like Peter Chris. It just looks like two lines, like just like a scribble, like leave me alone. <laughs> so when I met Peter, finally, I was really, you know, curious to see how his mood would be. And I met him at and like one of those horror expos that he's been doing the last few years. And we drove up to because he was doing one in Chicago, so we drove up there to meet him. And you know, he stood in line and you got your couple minutes with him, and he signed. You know, and and I guess he's in a little bit of a better mood because you know I'm paying for each autograph too. That doesn't that doesn't hurt your mood mm-hmm. when here comes this schmuck and he has three or four things for you to sign and. Well, I'm making 40, 50 bucks off each one of these. Stuff. Eh, that'd cheer me up too if I was making that kind of cash doing that. So, but he was, but he was very nice. You know, I have to say he was, he he was in a great mood. Um, I had him sign my leg like I had the other members that I met, other band that I met, and and I have like a, a rock and roll over cat on my right calf, and he signed underneath that, and he signed it very. It almost looks fake. I'm, Post a picture on the FAQ of it. It almost looks fake because he signed it so nice. And I've seen a lot of sloppy Peter Chris autographs. And it almost looks too perfect the way he signed it and the way he drew the little drum head next to it. It looks really perfect. And he, he was kind of joking with me when he was signing it. He goes, oh, he goes, I need to make some money off of this, too. I should have, like, my own tattoo artist, like, sitting over here in the corner for all you tattoo guys that come through here. I can make a little money off of this, too. <laughs> so, you know, he, he was in a great mood and just kind of joking around with me, which I, which kind of caught me by surprise because I've heard everything I've heard about Peter's. Oh, Peter's, he's, you know, a dick, and he'll he'll run from you, and he, he doesn't like the sign. He's this and he's that. But he was it was right after it was right after his book came out too, and it was he was just super nice. And I told him, Peter, I loved your book as well. I hope so. I worked my ass off on that book. All right. <laughs> so. I got one question like, for you on that. And uh, yeah. you know, did you tell him before he signed it that you were going to have it tattooed? I think he well he knew because I had shorts on and you could see the other signatures on my legs, so he knew what I was doing. 
so a little more attention to detail because it's yeah. Uh, I mean, and it was underneath, and it was underneath a, a Peter Chris cat rock, rock and roll over on my legs. I mean, he knew what I was doing, so he really took his time. He was well, you know, I'll you know make sure I do this right, you know. And he, you know, like sat down and I, you know, propped my leg up so he could really just trace it and really make it look really nice. So I was, I was, which was really cool of him to do. I mean, he didn't have to do pay make as much time and detail into it is what he did because he knew what I was doing and he he did it right so I was I couldn't have been happier meeting him the one time I've met him yeah he, he could have gotten halfway through and said this is taking too long you're gonna have to pay up this is boring yeah. <laughs> you have to pay double for this because I'm losing money I'm losing money here I could be signing more autographs five bucks an inch <laughs> right <laughs> so the one time I met Peter that was that was one that took me by surprise the most because I was the most skeptical about meeting about meeting him um, Before we go on to any other ones, I want to yeah. e- I want to echo that sentiment. I I was expecting Peter to be a nightmare when I met him. After mm-hmm. everything I'd heard, I'd heard some things on the tour from Damn. other people, and this was 2003 World Domination um, meet and greet. So it was very early on in the meet and greets uh, that the band were doing anyway. And I was like, oh, what's he going to be like? And I've said it before that he was the coolest one of the guys that night. Um, and I had the most interaction with him. It, it wasn't very long, obviously, though there weren't 80 people back there like there are nowadays. Um, he was just an absolute sweetheart. I mean, he was just so humble. He was so appreciative. He was really, really nice, positive, generous. And, you know, it, I, I had the great, and even all these years on, you know, I still have a really positive memory of that one brief interaction with him and sharing a joke with him and, you know, kind of joking about Gene and, and the view of the truth. And, you know, it, you know, it was so cool. So Peter Chris gets a lot of stick and I'm sure he's had his bad days. I don't doubt, you know, you don't get that many stories about someone um, unless some of them are true and no doubt some of them are embellished. But um, for me, you know, it, it was a, I was going in there expecting the Ayatollah Criscola, and instead <laughs> I got Cat Stevens. Basically, you know, mm. it, really cool. Um, before we go back to you, Lonnie, I want to get Ken in on the conversation on one of his. So if he has any, you ever met well, anyone? The only the only time is is and I've done it uh, or met them. Um, are the four from the Revenge Era. Um, that was for a meet and greet for the Alive 3 uh, promotion. <clears throat> so I was able to get one of those little uh, tickets uh, to to go see them there. And the problem there is I didn't have enough time to chat. They were pushing us through so quickly that I think I, I swept by Gene and, and Bruce and Paul really quick. On the last one, um, Eric, I was actually able to at least say, you know, you know, I, you know, I enjoy, you know, hey, I loved your drumming on Revenge. I thought it was, you know, just fantastic. And he was, you know, like, oh, thanks, man, I appreciate it. You know, you you tell me that and so on. So that's the only really conversation I had with any of them, um, and that and that was super short. I mean, they were like, they were pushing us through, like, go, go, go. You know, they they didn't give us any time to you know, chat, say really anything other than hello, you know, you know, thank you or whatever. Um, so that was it. So I haven't done any of the other meet and greets and, uh, but my plan is the next time 
hopefully there is next time that they come through Northern California. Um, I'm definitely going to do the meet and greet. Next, you know. next time, buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm doing it. I'm, we'll both you know, be there. One, wow, wow, wow. We'll, we'll Two go. guys. And... Um, so, yeah, so that's it. So I have no um, other <laughs> story of, of meeting any of them and talking or having a great, you know, uh, thing happen with them otherwise hey but that, getting you know, signatures really but you know, but in terms of cool you know you did an alive three meet and greet you know yeah that's that's pretty freaking cool for me as one of the lucky ones to get it how did the tickets work for that situation you know yeah, was, it, was it through radio or or something they mentioned it on a, um you know the hang, headbangers ball i believe from what i remember uh that there was going to be something in if you bought the uh, alive three cd that you know uh, at the record store, uh, if you were in the first ones, you know, you'd, you know, get this pass, a live feed pass. I still have it. It's, it was like a sticker. It peeled off and it, oh, I forget what it said, but, um, and that's how they said it. They announced it on Headbangers Ball from what I remember. And then, so the next, the first thing I did is when it came out, it was like a, it was probably a Tuesday, uh, morning, uh, and I went to Tower Records right when they opened. Um, and I said, okay, I, I grabbed my CD and got down to the register and the guys, I said, Hey, uh, I'm supposed to get a, you know, you know, is there a ticket for the, uh, uh, meet and greet thing, a live three. He's like, huh? And so he had to ask another guy and I was like, Oh crap. You know, one of those things so like, Oh, and so anyway, yeah, he got it. And I, I, he gave me one. And uh, I told my buddy to come down too, and he 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 came down there, and so we went together down there. Um, but that's how it worked. And then we just went to a spot. It was in San uh, it was in San Francisco, I believe, um, or something like that. Uh, that we went and uh, waited in line. But again, they shoved us through the lines so quick. Um, yeah, I did the same thing know. here. And basically, what they did is you had to buy the Alive Three when it came out on May 18th. And basically, mm -hmm. you had to tell the people behind the thing that you wanted to get this pass. This, this little, right. Ken was saying this little brown pass. And you had to give him a penny to get the pass. Oh, it, yeah, it was some kind of weird. It was like a secret thing. You were like, here's the penny. Can I have the pass, please? And that's right. I forgot, I forgot about that. That's, it, it that's right. Yeah. So I made sure I had a penny, at least a penny in my pocket. <laughs> Like twice, like Rhode Island and once in, in down in the Boston. Actually, it's pretty funny, and it, and, you, and it was like thousands upon thousands of people. And like Ken said, you basically went there, and they just shuffled you through. There were no pictures allowed to a certain point. They stopped. You could take pictures from far away, but as soon as you got like 20 yeah. feet, they're like off with the cameras. Stand here. Don't talk to them, and, and just. <laughs> Don't good. make direct eye contact with them. I got a couple of pictures. I know I do. It was it, was, so it was that quick. Jesus. Wanted... What were they doing? Standing with cans of raid in case you looked at them the wrong way? <laughs> well, they start spraying you. Yeah. Spraying you. Yeah. You have mace out. They start spraying you. <laughs> the, one, the one I did in Strawberries uh, down, down in Rhode Island was a little bit better. They slowed down because actually I I used to play bass and I had a white pearl like a pearl base, and I said, "Wow, oh, that'd be cool. I think I think I'm gonna bring that." So I brought it with me, not knowing if they'd sign it or not. But when I got down there, <clears throat> when I got in line, I'm like, 
And they're like, what do you want on it? And they grabbed it from me, and I'm like, well, I'm going to have the guy sign it, but I want to be there. It's like, no, because they were, like, moving ahead before you got there. <laughs> so the stuff was getting signed before you actually got to them. And I'm like, weird. And, and I'm like, you know, I forgot how the order went. I got the, I got the base on the wall over here. I got, I, I got to take a picture, and I'll get a poster or whatever. But it's on. Anyways, uh, so maybe, like, two or three people are in front of me, and my base is in some dude's hand. And ah! I'm going to look at them. Going, oh my God! Please be careful with this thing, right? Next, you know, it's down on the table, you know. And if, I forgot who signed it for us, but I know Gene was at the end. I know Gene was at the end. That's because. And next, you know, I'm, I'm getting there, and I got to. I don't know. It was either Bruce or Eric first, and I'm, I'm like, hi, hi. And you know, you want to talk to them as you're going down as much as you can. But I'm watching my base out of the corner of my eye, going already down. Now it's down to Gene, and I'm like, down to Paul Gene. I'm like, sign slow, please. Sign slow. Take your time. Take your time, please. Paul looks up. Okay. And Paul does this nice, and I'm like, oh. and Gene gets to it. I'm like, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. You know, because you want to say hi to the rest of the guys. You just don't want to go running, you just want to go running down the thing. I finally get to Gene. Gene's playing with it now. Now Gene's picked it up. And I want to, you know, since it's in Pearl, I want it all in black. Oh, no. Gene's got to do his own thing. You know, it's got a blue on it. I think it's got to be different. Yeah. He's like, I'm like, ah, but he picks it up, starts playing. Hey, this is kind of nice. And, and now I've got the shivers going on because now he's picking it up and playing. I'm like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? So cool. But it's just like, okay, here's your base. Get out. <laughs> I just waited in the light for four hours. I, yeah, yeah. You know, I could just yeah. see it. Double doors at the end. Shove the guys in the back. You know? the All right. But what, do you, expect, what do you expect for a penny, right? You know, you get what you pay for. Yeah, I know, I know. A penny. <laughs> a penny's worth of their time. But, Ken, I want to go back to you. Um, who would you most like to meet and under what circumstances then? Out of the remaining, and it can be, you know, anyone. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be out of just the guys in the current lineup, you know. Who who, who would be? No, I'm, uh, that's not about me. <laughs> yeah, I like to meet you, Julian. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, didn't, we didn't even meet at that last record show, and there's another one coming up. I know, on we six, didn't November meet. 16th. We missed each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's another one. Which, um, I, which I can't go to. I, oh, well, I'm up on uh, I'd, I'd like to meet Gene um, in some kind of circumstance. He's always been the guy for me um, since the beginning. I've always been a Gene fan, and um, you know, of course, he's gone through uh, the ups and downs of his, you know, songwriting through the career. But that doesn't matter to me. Um, I just, I just always, I'm someone I identified a little bit with him. Except for the, you know, the, the BS marketing stuff that he's always, always, you know, on the marketing, you know, yeah, we're, oh, we're coming out with this, you know, later this year and so on. And, um, but I, I'd like to meet him in some circumstance, somewhere, I don't know how, um, just to, you know, shoot the crap, you know, shoot this shit or whatever. Um, and, and just, just talk on a level, maybe talk music. I don't know. Um, I don't know what kind of how that would ever happen you know it's just kind of honestly, like a like crossing paths somewhere like he was somewhere in the area that i was at and i saw him and maybe he'd you know chat for a little bit or something but uh that's about it um you know it'd be kind of cool um otherwise like i said i'm just gonna have to wait until probably the meet and greet uh next time they come around 
Yeah, and I, I dread the next meet and greet because I'm going to compare it to 2003, 2004, which was obviously... They're not I mean, the same. They're not the same anymore. Mm. And I, I, I don't really care about the acoustic side. I mean, I just want to, you know, sure. actually show up with one of the, the recent books and have them sign it and this time not put it up on eBay because everything I've ever had them sign, I've, you know, gotten rid of. It hasn't had any, <laughs> you know, emotional attachment at the time until mm. after the fact when I'm like, holy shit, what did you do, you idiot? Why did you know, I do that? Why did I do that, you know? Um, so it, it, it'll it be one of those things that, you know, hopefully that won't get me escorted out by security. But, you know, it's going to be really different. I think with Gene, if you know a lot about comics or horror movies... And well, yeah, I love comics. Th those yeah. are kind of like the topics that he... You know, he's still his inner 14-year-old as well. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that seems like to carry that, through so. to a lot of us that so. he still has a great deal of interest in that. So, you know, hope, hopefully hopefully they come out and, you know, we can do that Mounted View or Concord. I don't want to have to go to San Jose or Sacramento. That's just too damn far. But, uh, right. you know, if they do come out, I probably will because I'm thinking oh, yeah. it'll be the last time. Um next year if very, if, very likely if they do lonnie let's go back to you uh who else have you met um i met ace freely i met I met ace a few times i met him a couple times at those horror convention things and then i met him once at he did a show here at pops in 2008 and a buddy of mine figured out what hotel ace was staying at we're we're trying all day to meet ace we couldn't get him we couldn't get him we couldn't get him but a buddy of mine made friends with one of his roadies and we figured out what hotel he was staying at. So this is a great story. So as soon as the show is over, as soon as he, so he goes and goes, I know what hotel he's at. So he goes, as soon as the show is over, meet me in the parking lot. So I'm like, all right. So as soon as the show is over, like a minute they're off stage, we bolt out of there. And he goes, he's staying at the Westin Hotel right next to Bush Gating, which is just on the other side of the road. So I was like, all right. So we get in our cars, drive across the bridge, park in stadium garage next to the stadium walk into the Westin hotel you know sweaty and shit because we we're just standing in this crowd for you know three hours and we were like and it's like you know and it's like midnight you know we're walking in there come <laughs> it's my buddy and his girlfriend and me and my girlfriend and we're like turn your shirts inside out so we don't look like fans walking in here so like we, so we just look like <laughs> oh no so we have like black t-shirts on and come walking in <laughs> oh yeah you know just hanging out downtown st louis you know hey, let's go to the bar and get a drink so go to the bar and get a drink. <laughs> you know meanwhile you know we got shit in our hands that we want them to sign <laughs> but, right you know we're real real incognito but we think oh this, this is great we're, we're good so <laughs> so we're hanging out there and i used to work security at bush stadium back in the day um and i knew what entrances they would bring the ball players to um, around back to when they were coming back from the stadium after the game. So I was telling my buddy, I go, he's going to come in through this door right, right here. He goes, how do you know? I go, just, I'm just telling you, this is where he's going to come in. So this is where we're going to kind of congregate. So a little while later, this minivan comes pulling up, missing a rear view mirror on one side, <laughs> a dent in the other side. And he goes, well, this isn't him. <laughs> Pulls up, sliding door opens up. And he comes stumbling off. We're like, no way. <laughs> and it's just the four of us. There's no one else around. He comes walking in. And he sees us. And we're getting our shit ready. And he goes, and he goes, all right, just one. One apiece. One apiece. 
You know, my buddy had him sign his gold record destroyer. I had him sign my leg, of course. And my girlfriend had him sign something for me, and his girlfriend had him sign something. He goes, all right, thanks. And off he went. And I was like, wow, I was really freaking lucky. <laughs> That's that's still totally cool. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, it was unbelievable. I'm like, we're the only ones there. Go, okay, one a piece, and off he goes. Was like, yeah, he could he could have gone blowing through you with his finger up, saying, yeah. "Forget it," you know. But he kind of um, looked around. He's like, "There's no one else." All right, I can stop okay, for yeah. a second. Yeah, I can. I can. I can. I can. How the hell did you track couples. me down here? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Who the hell blew the whistle? Where was that? So, no, he, and he was really cool. And the other times I met him at the horror conventions, you know, like Andy is saying, he's kind of hard of hearing. He just kind of sits there and signs and poses with the picture and gives you the thumbs up and off you go. You know, But he was really cool, though. He, like, he could have been, there was no one around for him, you know, that he, he could have been a dick that night and just said, no, I'm not signing. You know, what do you, how the hell did you guys find me here? You guys know way too much. Anyway, get the hell out of here. But he was super nice. So I got to give him that. That's, that's, and, um, that's a nice one. Yeah, that was cool. And then Paul, I met Paul at a, you know, a few meet and greets, and I met him, I bought, I'm a real sucker, if you guys haven't noticed by watching the shows as much as you have. I bought one of those paintings back in 2007. Oh, I got a story. Oh, I got a story after you tell. Oh. <laughs> 2007, 2008, when he was selling those paintings for a couple of grand. So, I like, well, I get to meet Paul Stanley, so yeah, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I was wow. on that. And uh, so I go, and the same buddy of mine, he did the same thing. He bought Paul Stanley painting, and he's going to meet him too that night. So we're standing in line. And I was like, you know, well, we tried to meet him at the radio. He did like a an interview at the radio station that morning. We tried meeting him in the morning, and he kind of dodged us, and we missed him that morning. So, But we still brought a couple things with us to the art gallery that we're going to have him sign that night. And we're staying, I got this big kiss scrapbook in my hand that I had made and like newspaper clippings and reviews and anything from any time I've ever seen or done anything with the band from like my childhood up until that time. And he has these security guys going up and down the line. They're like, you know, he's not signing anything. He's not signing anything. And it's like, all right. And he goes, and he looks at this book I have in my hand. He goes, what's that? I go, it's my kiss scrapbook. He goes, well, he's not signing that. And I go, all right, well, that's fine. I said, I just want to show it to him. And what's he going to say at that point? He's kind of just like screwed. <laughs> so I get up to meet Paul, you know, and I'm nervous as can be, you know, shake his hand. I'm shake his hand, but I'm dressed really nice. I came from work, you know, I'm kind of dressed up a little bit, clean cut. You can tell I'm a decent guy, I'm, but he also can tell I'm probably just like in freaking awe of him at the same time. So, you know, he's talking about the painting and he looks at my this big book in my hand. He goes, what's that? I go, oh, this is my Kiss scrapbook. I said, everything I've ever done with the bands in here, like my meet and greets and, you know, like plaster my pictures of my walls when I was a kid, you know, plaster my walls with newspaper clippings or not newspaper clippings, like magazines I cut up. And, you know, these are like, you know, shows I've gone to. And, you know, he's, oh, he goes, this is really cool. Where can I sign this at? Nice. <laughs> and I want to just look at the security guy and go, fuck you, dude. <laughs> so he goes to the front of the book. And again, he could have just wrote Paul Stanley. And he goes, what's your name? And I go, Lonnie. It's too Lonnie. A true, and underlined true fan. Paul Stanley. I'm like, that is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. So that, that's my favorite Paul story. He was just so, and then, and then of course I had him, and then I'm shaking my, and I'm shaking his hand. 
And I go, Paul, can I ask you one more favor? And he goes, absolutely. And there's a picture of this of me shaking Paul's hand and me talking. And my brother's in the background. My brother's like, oh, my God, I know what he's going to ask him. <laughs> and I go, will you sign my leg? <laughs> my brother's just like, I can't believe he's really going to ask him. <laughs> and Paul goes, and, and I lift up my pant leg and see the star emblem on my leg. And Paul goes, oh, yeah, absolutely. So Paul gets down on one knee and has me put my foot up on his knee. Oh, wow. And he, awesome. It's like, how humbling is that? Paul Stanley's on a one knee and I got my leg on top of him. It's like, Paul could, I, and I guess Paul could just tell. I was like in so, such freaking awe of him that he was, he'd do anything I asked him to do. Really, almost you just point. bought a painting. <laughs> and I just spent a couple grand on a painting too. Like, and that's what me and my buddy were saying too. I just spent a couple grand on a painting. He's not going to tell me no. If I ask him to sign something, I guarantee. It. So, well, that, that's my good Paul story. Andy, you got to say you had a good one about the art gallery. Now, now I'm going to make money a bum. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> They, they, they had the same thing here. The Wentworth Jelly in Boston, right? And uh, so all these people are waiting to get in. And uh, it's, I know this is going to break some people's hearts, and I'm going to either get yelled at about this one or whatever. But it's only the truth and nothing but the truth. Anyways, this stack loads of people lined up to get in and, and they think. So they only let so many in because it's, it's, it's a small gallery, the Wentworth in the mall. Because it was actually the Wentworth is in the mall. So anyways, people are getting in. And... Uh, the paintings were on the wall. Well, actually, technically, they weren't the paintings. They were, like, copies of the paintings. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're not, you know, the real paintings are behind or they're put somewhere in a corner separate. With, and they had Paul, like, in a, like, uh, little corral in the back, like a little picket fence area. <laughs> and he was, <laughs> was kind of, like, in the back room, but he wouldn't come out. So people were, like, all in, wandering around, and they're standing looking. They know he's there in the back, but he wouldn't come out. And then... Um, and then uh, somebody says, then all of a sudden you see somebody, everybody, get out, get out. And then, so all of a sudden, next you know, they're pushing everybody out. And uh, next you know, there was this 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 handicapped guy comes out with somebody who was, you know, watching him or something. So, you know, and uh, and, uh, and uh, I guess Paul, like, freaked out about the kid or something. They, so they, like, had to move everybody out and then get that guy out before they would get everybody back in. Paul wanted that guy to leave. It was, and everybody's like, what? So... It was just kind of bizarre. And then when everybody went in again to start walking around, Paul comes out and he's like looking around and then he was turning his back on everybody. And every and, and the, the announcers or the people come saying, uh, if you're not going to buy a painting, if you're just looking around, because he started getting packed, nobody was leaving because Paul's just standing there, you know, either half turned or turn, he would turn his back. And they're like, unless you're going to buy a painting, you're not going to meet Paul. You're not, you're not going to have anything signed. It's, you know, leave. <laughs> Because nobody was leaving for a while. Then after a while, everybody, people gave up. People were like, I'm out of here. You know, this is just kind of stupid after a couple of hours. So, you know, a couple of people had bought paintings. You see Paul, you know, doing the whole thing like Lonnie was doing, doing that, right? It's all good. And so by the end of the night, I'm standing here, and Lonnie, I have an old friend of mine, he's like, you are Lonnie, man. He, he, he'll do anything for Paul. Let's put it this way. That's that's how, that's that's his man, you know? <laughs> so uh, he's... He's there with his son, and his son had never met Paul, and he's always talked about Paul. So he's got his son, and literally, Paul is literally five feet from them. There's 20 people, no lie, there's about 20 people left in the white record, and and he's not signing anything, and, uh, and uh, Paul said, 
Paul grabs the microphone and says, hey, I love everybody coming here. Thank you. This is all about my paintings. I'm not going to sign nothing but painting. So if you can't buy a painting, you know, uh, you, you're not going to get anything signed. And besides, there's too many people here. People, everybody, like, turned around and looked and looked, looked back at him. And somebody yells, Paul, there's like 20 people here left. So at that point, my friend and his you know, son, basically, they're, like, crying now. I mean, they're literally five feet from Paul, and they're, like, almost crying in tears. And they're just like this going, like puppy dogs waiting. So I walked out. Now, you know, when you walk out of the thing, it's on the second floor of the mall. So next year I go to stand. I'm standing next to there waiting for the basically the gallery now to kind of close, right? So I'm standing there waiting, and this guy's standing beside me, and this guy starts talking to me. He goes, oh, how you like this? I go, well, it's, you know, it's interesting. It's cool, but I, but I have no idea who this dude is. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it would be kind of cool, though, if Paul, you know, I let go a little bit and sign some things for here and there. I mean, look, there's only, you know, 15, 20 people left, and it's about ready to close, and he's everybody's going to have to leave. And the guy's talking, yeah, 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 you know, you know, but he's really here for his paintings. But I go, well, let's put it this way. If it wasn't for Kiss, he wouldn't be here anyways because nobody would buy his stuff. Seriously. Oh, I look at oh. this guy. Nobody would buy this guy's stuff because they wouldn't know it would be Paul Feely, right? He's just like a – it would be like a regular artist off the street trying to yeah. sell this stuff. You know what I mean? Trying to peddle it now. Yeah. So in next time I'm like, this guy called me. He goes, you know who I am? And I go, no, I just I thought you were just a guy hanging around waiting for somebody to come up. He goes, no, I'm the guy who follows Paul Ronnie's every Wentworth gallery. I'm his right hand man. You know? Security. His artwork sucks. <laughs> so I told the guy, I'm like, well, you should try to get Paul to loosen up a little bit more, don't you think? And the guy goes, well, I'll probably try to talk about Paul, but he needs something in the contract that he can only – you know, do stuff with the Wentworth stuff, and he can only sign it. I'm like, okay, I understand that, and yeah, I understand that. But it was just, I was like, uh, you know, one of those moments you go, uh oh. That's funny. Blacklist. Yeah, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was, you know, I was like, ugh. But you know, thank God it wasn't my one of my top favorite guys because I would have been crushed. <laughs> no offense, Lonnie, but it was. That's all right. Uh, yeah. You were, if you were the guy on the shoulder and you were there at that, at that oh, you would have been crying. You'd be like, oh no. <laughs> no, that 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 is too funny. Okay, who would I like to meet, and under what circumstances? I think what could be really fun, um, and and maybe if anyone ever gets the chance to do this, would be to get Tommy and Eric on a sit down, um, on a podcast, and just talk to them about being a Kiss fan in the 70s and them growing up because both of them saw Kiss very early on in Kiss's career. I mean, I would love to talk to them starting with that as the discussion. You saw Kiss in the 70s and then go through their musical journeys of what they discovered and kind of the stuff that doesn't really get talked about a whole lot in when you do hear from them. You know, we, we know they like Deep Purple and a lot of the big 70s bands, but I want to know who else did they go and see, what circumstances, you know, when did they really start, you know, doing the music side. We know a little bit about Movie Star for Tommy, you know, morphing into Black and Blue. But what what are they coming from musically? What was grabbing them, and where did their kind of their Kiss fandom, you know, level off or disappear as they became professional musicians? Um, did they continue to follow Kiss? I mean, I, I I would love to know if Tommy bought Lick It Up, for instance, and as a guitarist, you know, what he thought about that compared to Ace's music, you know, from an objective and musical perspective, not as 
playing the role of the spaceman in Kiss, but as a fan of music, I would really love to go deeper yeah. into those sorts of things. And with Eric, I mean, Jesus, Eric is a show, uh, he's a book unto himself with, I'd love to talk to him about Gary Moore, working with him, the challenges there, you know, the Alice Cooper stuff. I mean, there's just so much with him and Lita and Tony, you know, all, all that early stuff. I'd love to get more into his you know his the bands he was with in Cleveland, the bands that he played with in California. I think Iceman or you know I don't know off the top of my my head anymore. You know how how the gig with you know Olivia Newton John in in that video came about. Uh, you know th- th- there's just so much and also for Eric. I mean did he as a drummer did he buy you know like creatures of the night and what did he think about the drumming on that and the production of the drum sound yeah. so the same thing that i've just said about tommy with Vinny for lick it up you know what does eric think uh, as a kiss fan not just as a drummer mm-hmm. about the albums after the original era you know i just think that could be some of the coolest stuff because it's not about them and kiss it's about them and music and it'd be nice to approach talking to them um, from a different kind of perspective than we usually hear. So, you know, I, I just think that they're, they're two fans living the dream anyway. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I want the dirt from Bruce Cook, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Someday, I don't, I don't, I don't think you will ever get the dirt from Bruce. He just, know. you know, I, I, I've got to remember the first time I interviewed anyone related to Kiss was Bruce. At the, I think it was the '99 or 2000, I can't remember which, um, Indie Expo, and that was set up by Keith. You know, so thank you again all these years on. And I went up to Bruce's room. We sat down. I got my tape recorders out, and you know, did the interview. And there was a couple of times that I asked questions that had he perceived as having a negative slight on the band. And he, even though he's out of the band and had kind of been dumped unceremoniously for the reunion. He was, you know, whoa, 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 you know, bring it back around. No, it's not like that. You know, very um, supportively defensive. I, I don't want to say defensive because that sounds like it's negative, but he really said, no, it, it's nothing like that. And he was just so damn nice. I mean, <laughs> Bruce is awesome. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. if, it, if you want to have put a happy look on your face, you're down in the dumps. You don't need cold gin. You know, look at a picture of Bruce. I mean, and just <laughs> shit. I mean, he, does does he ever say a bad word about anything? No. But you know, in a good or anyone, even if he did a book on all good stuff, not bad stuff. I he, wouldn't you love to hear all that stuff that happened sure, when he sure. like when he first. I mean, you hit a little. You used to hit a little stories how we got started. But I mean, it'd be kind of cool to hear all the like the tour stuff. I mean, you see some videos from the asylum. It looks like they were having a blast. Oh, forget you know? forget Asylum. I want to talk about Andrea True. I want to know about, you know, touring with Me Love. I want stories from the road. Yeah. I, I want to know about Blackjack playing live. Um, you know, that's the, the side of things that yeah. I think would be really interesting. But that shit doesn't sell, unfortunately. It's got to be about Kiss. I mean, look at, look at Peter Chris and his book. You know, there was so little about the Barracudas or the Brotherhood, the Vintage, Nautilus, Inc., uh, you know, whatever, any of those bands. So little. And he was like the leader. I mean, he was the one on the paperwork, and there was nothing. Because, for the most part, people don't want to know about that, unfortunately. People want to know about Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley and Peter Chris telling them what a bunch of dicks they are. Because that, unfortunately, is what sells, you know. 
people from Bruce are going to want to know about Kiss. They're not going to want to know, for the most part. I mean, obviously, the people like us who hang out on message boards and do podcasts are exceptions. Um, you know, so I, where I can say I want to know about all that stuff, other people would be like, that's going to bore me to tears like your books, man. You know? <laughs> now, now Ken, Ken, Ken just mentioned earlier, now that you mentioned it, Ken said he was into comic books. Yeah. Uh, they just, I think today, was it today or yesterday, they released. released the yeah. Yeah, now you hear it? Yeah. The new one. 15 or 18 copies of the first series. I ordered some, uh, a couple. Are you a couple insane? of the first and then a second and a third, the second and third uh, edition. Um, but yeah. that's, yeah, I, I'm not going to get every cover. That's it's like 18 or is it 15? Something 15 or 18 I, I, I heard it was 17, but I, again, it's common. That is, that's insane. So I, I know I there are I people that can buy them all, but I, I, I can't do it. That's just, that's yeah. just taking the mickey. I mean, I can understand doing four covers for the four characters, right. but 18, that's just like, you know. Mm-hmm. Trying, trying oh, no, it's a coloring to... book, they said. What? The cover. Yeah, the it's like a, it's, it's, like a just, it's just black and white, you know. Yeah, you color with so. coloring book. No, so now they're too cheap to use ink. <laughs> Save money. Oh, there, there is some. There You're is still going to pay the same price. <laughs> that's right. There, there is kind of kiss news. Uh, I don't know if you heard the... Uh, uh, the Kiss Mini Golf, Christina and them, they're doing the first Kissmas annual, now the annual Kissmas. Eric volume. and Tommy, yeah. Yeah, December 3rd. Sounds right. Yeah. Look at this. You could, you could buy a VIP for 250 bucks, but they're only going to be 50 so you get to sit with them and the people that are, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, the shareholders. The shareholders mm-hmm. plus them plus you know, whatever it is, 50 people, only 50 tickets are being sold. For that special pod, plus you get a bunch of other stuff, I guess, and then anybody can come to whenever they do the rest of the stuff. Sure. There's a there's a Rock and Brews opening in, in St. Louis in November, and they said the grand opening is supposed to be in January when June and Paul are going to be there. So you're, you're going, right? Yeah, maybe I'll <laughs> maybe I'll take the phone along. We can uh, I can post a video or something. There you go. Fast selfie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, as we've kind of done that topic already, uh, L.A. Kiss, any tears for that? Uh, Not really. I gave, I gave it five years. Well, didn't even get that far. Didn't make it that long. How long? How many seasons had it? Was it 2014 that that got going? So it three? Made, made it through two. three. Just two. Two, two three. Yeah. Two so, or three. Well, the, whole, yeah, so. the whole league is going down the drain. I think there's only five teams left, they say now. Yeah, so someone was joking that people were going to get their refunds through uh, excess merchandise. <laughs> oh. And they were joking, I'm sure, that you're not getting refunds anyway. So, um, yeah. I think, I, actually, I think somebody, I think I saw a post, somebody had, Paul had, did a Twitter and something that people were going to get the refunds. Hmm. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll take care of, you know, it's, it's business. They'll take care of people. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I got to say, you know, it was cool seeing those concerts that they did, you know, in the stadium. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I don't have a feel for AFL. It's outside of my no. sporting kind of, yeah. you know. They did I love sport. I love sports, but I, I can't I can't do arena football. Like They, they put a lot into so, it, though. You got to give it to them. They really well, they tried. Did. And they had good giveaways, too, to try to get at least KISS fans in the area there with those bobbleheads that they did and things like that. They try to get yeah. butts in the seats. You know, I'll give them that. 
Yeah, but but, but AFL to me it seems you know akin to competitive street ball, you know stickball, you know that you used to play growing yeah. up on the on the yeah. streets or you know roller hockey. It's just yeah. just I don't know. No, it's just not my thing. It's not NFL. You know, now that LA's got a football. <laughs> or a college. Because 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 they should know better that they know that people like Andy just want to go see Tom Brady. You know, go see a real athlete. Oh. Deflate. Wow, wow. See, see, now I know he doesn't like New England, you know. The only thing I like New England is the Bruins. So other than that, I could care less. I don't watch baseball. I do not like the Patriots, period. Everybody in the world knows that. And I don't watch, and, and I don't, I don't watch basketball. I have no interest in basketball. Hmm. Only hockey. Hockey sure. is the thing. And yeah. I like that. And I'm from New England, and, I, and I'm a Steelers fan. I know Lonnie knows that. Uh, grinds so, my gears. I'm going to Cincy this weekend. Are you? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm <laughs> staying here. What for? All right. Yeah, <laughs> You're going for? on the cruise too. I don't feel sorry for it. <laughs> when when do you when do you leave for the cruise, Andy? Uh, well, I'm going to be down. Uh, I'm going to be down here at uh, around at the holiday, and I get in around noontime on Wednesday the third, and then I gear up for the party that night, and then. Oh my God! Everybody asked every year. Been asking us, "Hey, is there anywhere to go party after the party's done at midnight?" Because basically everything at, at midnight shuts down in that like little area, unless you want to go take a cab, a twenty twenty five dollar cab, and go way down to Miami. So people are like, "Hey, is there anything in the area?" So I actually, I thought that I didn't even know it was there, but I found a a, a bar, actually a pub, or whatever they call it, Pub One Miami. It's like three blocks from the Holiday Inn. So I talked to them, and they're like, "Yeah, come on over." So basically, after we're done at the Holiday Inn at 12 o'clock, around 12:30, everybody's just gonna march over to the pub one and keep it going. There you go. You now, I mean, did you did you ask them what sort of jukebox and tunes they got there? Because do you really want to go in there and it to be, uh-huh. you know, YMCA and Rick Astley? Um, that might they, they, Alex might like it if it's Alex. Alex, yeah, is he going? <laughs> well, well, they do. They do have a jukebox, and it's actually having to be karaoke night. They got a pool table, you know. They got. The dartboard. So I mean, it's just basically a local, it's the local bar right downtown. So that's what it is. So mm. they get a bunch of things. It's nothing fancy. She said it. The one when I talked to, she says nothing fancy. Just a hey, doesn't have to, doesn't doesn't have to be for after midnight. So no, there's only there's only one issue I don't really keen about the place, and I can't. They, you can smoke in the bar, and that just kind of yeah. kills me. Really so I'll be, I'll be there for about a half hour or so, and then I'm like, I gotta go because I can't breathe. <laughs> You know, I'm one of those people. I can't stand it. I don't want to smell it. It just, I don't, uh, ugh. <laughs> but other than that, whatever. <laughs> so what what are you looking forward to? The I mean, We're going to do a show, you know, obviously when people get back from the cruise. What are you looking yeah. forward to the most on this year's cruise? I mean, obviously your pre-party is exciting and cool. But once you're on the boat, you know, what what are the things that really get you get you? All G'd up. Well, what gets your synapses firing, Andy? Yeah. All right. First, first here we go. <laughs> you know, so Eli's like, I know how to push the button now. Uh, the big, biggest thing is actually when you finally get on, you get your little key card. When you see that key card, it says "Kiss on it," the "Kiss Cruise." Man, here we go. You know, everybody's so excited, jumping on the ship. And uh, the biggest thing I think uh, for me is, uh, you know, besides you meet friends, old friends, new things, is uh, is is that oh, they actually moved it from the CLA show in a day. They moved it to nighttime this year, which is going to be at nine o'clock. Which I'm—that's mm. probably probably the, as kiss wise as the music wise. 
That's, uh, I mean, because we already know they're going to do the Creatures of the Night set list. Everybody keeps saying, oh, Gene said they're going to do the album. And I doubt it. I'd love to hear the full album, but I doubt it. So they're probably going to do the set list back from 82, 83. So we already know what they're going to play. But the, the, the sail away, that Slayer, night sail away show, electric sail away, that's going to be the kick, kicker because we're hopefully they dig deep again and they play stuff like they did last year. I mean, last year was probably one of the best sets because mm-hmm. they – don't come out with flame and you just start everybody's just like <gasps> flame and ah! going out of their mind, you know. So that's that's probably the big thing. But the uh, the first day is usually pretty stressful. Lonnie will tell you if you mm-hmm. like collecting. If you're a collector, the first day is like insane. You got to make sure you get down there and get your stuff because it's insane. Oh, you got. You if have, you don't get it, you don't get it, and it's gone. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. this is how it's going this year too because you figure because Lonnie's been through this. Uh, they can't sell anything until they get uh, like five uh, five miles out to sea. It's some kind of law, so they can't open any of the shops. So Kiss is playing at nine. Uh, the ship leaves say at four thirty. So about four forty five. Okay. So now they have like DJ noises playing. So you're gonna have people roaming around. Uh, now that this year they they have uh, uh, this penny, what they call you know the penny pinches. You guys ever seen them? You go places, you put it in, put in like fifty cents, you put in a penny, and it squishes out and oh, it squishes yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. this year they made kiss ones. So you think how long that line's got one, one. one penny at a time, and it costs you three bucks a plus your penny. And they're like, are there like five different ones on two you got to get probably? Four. Oh, yeah, let's see. Each guy. <laughs> so a set's gonna cost you, you know, twelve bucks plus uh-huh. four cents. <laughs> you imagine how long those lines been? Because and then uh, and then they move the uh, 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 the merchandise store. Remember, it was all top on the top uh, on the top deck in the gallery area, whatever the hell they call it. Well, now they moved it down, I guess, to the sixth, fifth or sixth floor. Oh, Jesus! You imagine that? And then you have the casino chips that go. The casino re- chips. You got to get those too. And those things go fast. So those you things got, are, You got to get those like the first day. Yeah. You so you basically you have to get everything in the first day and split yourself into multiple parts, or you got to have friends. You beg them. You go in line for you. I go in line for you. Plus. Who knows if they're going to release the first Kiss Cup, you know, because everybody goes mad for the cups. Everybody's two-fisted. You're telling people, just it take sounds, the card out of my pants. It's, it's more stressful than a vacation. <laughs> the first day is completely out of control. First day is mayhem. <laughs> and, plus, and plus the drill. you got to do the drill at 3 o'clock. That's the fire drill they do. Mustard drill, they call it. So you go to your mustard station. As soon as that mustard drill is done... It's a stampede. I don't know how the hell they're going to stop everybody from running up the stairs. Everybody's like, oh, nobody's going to run to the front of the stage. I got news for you. Last year, because they had to, they couldn't, uh, they didn't do the show, so they had to delay it. So they did it like the next morning, or I should say the next day. So, but basically, I got up at 4 a.m. in the morning, went there and stood in front, in the front of Gene's mic all day long, 12, 13, 14 hours, I thought. Jesus Christ. guys think there's something That's like, dedication. Ah. It was That's awesome. a hell of a vacation. I'm just going to stand here the next 13 hours. You think I'm bad? He actually took a chair and he actually sat in front of Paul's mic the whole night and he went like this. He's supposed to be in the... His crew and he had heard about all this stuff that goes on so he didn't want to miss anything. So he basically sat there the whole time and slept in the chair. I met him at like 4 o'clock in the morning. You know, and it's brutal hot. I don't think he... he, he it's like pee. What, what, what's the protocol if you got to pee when you're sitting there at four in the morning? Do you get someone to watch your spot, or, or do you just bottle with you? Kiss cup. It? You get your kiss you cup. Just, you just well, go. Kiss cup. Just go, dude. 
No, last year, last year was <laughs> very cool. Great. Everybody in the area was, you know, really cool. So by about noontime, though, man, the place started to get packed. But everybody started talking to each other, knew each other. And he said, he says, oh, I got, I got to, you know, if I got to go to the bathroom, can you order? I got to get some food, come back, bring me back some pizzas on the big plates. People were doing that. But here's the big thing. Last year would happen because it, or whatever, because it was a pre-party the night before. Mm-hmm. So people could get on a pre-party, pay the extra. And then the people who didn't, they come back, they pick them up, right? Well, it was funny. That I won't mention his name. One of the guys from Six Man come over <laughs> and said, "Hey, you you guys can't stay in here all day." We looked at him. We've already been here for five, like eight hours. I'm not moving now, dude. <laughs> but he's like, uh, "You guys are gonna get heat stroke, and is it? And you can't be here." And everybody looked at heat him. Heat stroke, heat stroke. I'm standing here. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, "You guys can't stay in here." He goes, "I'm gonna come back and check on you. You guys better be drinking plenty of water and stuff like that." So when he left. People would take turns and they'd go up to wherever the people with waters and they'd get trays of waters and they'd walk them back in so people would switch off and do it because they knew that six man was going to come back and say, you can't stay here all day. I already told you that. And everybody's like, we're not moving. You know, and then he said, oh, what about the people coming on the ship today? The hell with them. You should have been <laughs> before. I paid your money. Get your butt here. So that, it's kind of, so I don't know what they're going to do this year, but yeah. how can you stop people from... You know, because Lonnie City is just a big stage, and then there's a barrier, and it's just wide open. Mm-hmm. Dude, what are they going to have? Something from Six Man or whatever? Go, they're going to put up a, like a little. It doesn't matter. You're still going to have no matter what they're going to do. What no matter what they do, people are going to be hanging around somewhere. And as soon as they say get up to this stage, or you can't get up today, people are going to be like, woof, right there. That's how, and that, mm-hmm. that's how when they did that that fire drill thing. I mean, people when they got done with that, it was just a mad rush to the stage, like Andy said. I'm surprised someone didn't just get trampled because, I mean, you know how KISS fans are. And if you get the chance to be front row at, a, at an acoustic or, you know, unmasked KISS show, these people, I mean, you guys, you guys know how KISS fans are. It's insane. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. no, I mean, it's no holes barred. I mean, I told my, my wife, I was like, all right, let's go. I go grab my hand and don't let go of my hand. Yeah, I did. I did. To, 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 to yeah. yeah, I told uh I, I, yeah, I told my mother went to second year. I'm like, uh, me, me and my friend want to run up. What do you want to do? She goes, I'll go hang around with the, with your with the, with his girlfriend, the other thing, and we're just gonna casually go up there. I says, you don't care. It's okay if I go, right? I go, okay, because I, you know, long legs, man. I can jump about ten stairs right. going up. And I never, <laughs> as much as I ran up there, man, I didn't run anybody over to that point, you know, because there were people that were getting, you know, they were getting. Basically pushed out of the way, pushed on the stairs. There's one thing I never did. If somebody was in me, you know, there, I just casually just strolled around him and then kept going. There was no way. I mean, it's one thing of getting up there if you wanted to get up there, but but this year I'm not doing that. I got my mother and my girlfriend going. They're short anyways. It's, it's, you know, we're just gonna hang. You know, basically, you don't get in that front row because even in the, if you see the pictures of the, the front row, you see this me, me, this couple other people, and all of a sudden you see this big gap go down like this, and all of a sudden everybody's like, "Where's that open spot?" I'm like, "There's my girlfriend. She's not even five feet tall, you know." And she's like looking up the whole, you know, when even when kids came on, she's like, "Holy crap, I can't almost see." And I'm like, "Well, we're gonna stand back this year and just more, and kind of more enjoy the, you know, just kind of lay back further back, you know." I, I gotta say, you're not a good salesman. You've done everything to persuade me that that is not my scene. Thank you, thank, thank you so much. Uh, you know, I, I've I've wanted to go. I've you know would love to go, but that's not my scene in this. Yeah, but the thing, I, I, you know, you can you, know, you can you can stand back as Lonnie knows. People just stand back. Oh yeah, some people do. Some people are more casual about it. But I mean, you have the yeah. hardcore Kiss fans though too. 
you, yeah. you know the guy the guy walking the guy walking by me with arm full of cups you know that he's gonna yeah. go stick in his luggage to stick up on ebay when he gets home you know that's just the guy you know i want to like elbow and you know you know I'm, that's what my buddy's like my buddy does all the kiss stuff with me he's like man i'd love to go on the cruise but my problem with going on the cruise was would be I'd have to. I'd be trapped on a boat with Kiss fans for five days, and I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> and he's as nutty as I am. Or you know, as just, just because there is so much to do, so much to collect, and kind of you know these things to get, you know, it, it, it's just like it's a rat maze for me, it, you know. And and being on a boat, you know, no thanks. Vegas, going to Monster Mini Golf. Now that sounds fun to me. Yeah. Because, well, you, never, you know, you I, I, don't, I don't gamble, you know, so going to Vegas and doing yeah. something like that, you know, I, I'm actually one of those people who could just play multiple rounds of mini golf listening to Kiss tunes, and yeah. they had a good beer selection, and, you know, nice oh, colors. That was the best part about the mini golf course. You could drink beer while you were doing it. It was yeah. fantastic. <laughs> and it's cool. fun. It's a nice atmosphere. And, you know, that's more my speed, and maybe I'm just getting old. <laughs> Really, really, really old. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a committed. Day. I'm not a committed enough Kiss fan anymore, obviously, to be able to find anything exciting about the cruise and what you've just described. Because well, I, it's just that first day is very hectic and stressful about getting the stuff right away. Because like Lonnie said too, the line for the merchandise is right but just even watching or, watching that i would die of alcohol poisoning because i'd just be doing slammers to <laughs> numb myself from even seeing it you know it's just there's people sitting there drinking all day or all, all night, day all day and all night just waiting in line but you have to get in line because if you want certain things you don't, you don't get them within that that first night two or three wait, hours wait, are you telling me that on a kiss cruise in a hotel there's no room service there's room service. You can you can get room think. service. No, okay. Drinking all day on the cruise. We got to get Andrew on here. He can talk to you about that. Holy smokes! Who? <laughs> Andrew. Oh, oh uh, DJ yeah. Andy, Andy the DJ. No, no, little Andy, Andy. Catman. Little Andrew. Yeah. From Mr. Uh, Speed. Mr. Speed. Speed. Drummer boy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But there, but there's some really good stuff. I mean, like this year, this is the first time ever. Lonnie Lonnie's missed it out too. They're gonna have a Paul Stanley petting zoo this year. They just awesome. announced that. Petting zoo. That yeah. sounds perverse. I know. <laughs> well, you must have been to the Gene one, right? They had to, I've always said the Gene X petting zoo. Right, right. Now they get the now they get the Paul one coming on for the first year. That's you know that's different. That's, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. I mean, and I, I I do like the schedule. If I mean, especially if you want to see everything that's Kiss wise. I mean, you, you know, there's other bands you can see here and there popping. You know, wherever if you get the open space. You know, besides if you want to eat food. You know, <laughs> uh, but the KISS schedule is actually really good. They have it spaced out where you can actually take your time. You don't have to trample over people. You can actually get to the next event. Well, they have the next event, like Paul Steely's, you know, the pizza thing is at 2, 2 or 2.30, and then Gene's thing is at 3.30 in the same, you know, in the theater. So, I mean, it's not like you have to run here or run there or things overlap too much as KISS-wise overlap. So you have the time to get to those things, So which is really good this year. I think they finally figured that issue out because that was a, used to be a big issue. Yeah, you know, you know, the, the more, yeah, the, the, the more, too, yeah, the, the more they've yeah, done this, the more they help. figured out. So, yeah. what was that? An extra day? Yeah, yeah there's an extra day on the cruise as opposed five, to five, yeah, five this year. Cool. And, and you go to Cosmel so you can get off the ship and get away from the Kiss fans if you want. Well, depending, 
you know, I'm having a bot crawl. That's that's always a fun thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then going to Cayman Islands, you know, the Cayman Islands are very nice. So you can get away and go do things if you want. So. Well, for, for, for those doing it, you know, uh, while I've said it doesn't sound like it's my scene, you know, do have a blast. Have a great time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to doing the show, you know, when everyone gets you back. you and Michael on for a recap. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going yeah. to try to go. I'm going to try to go live uh, uh, before we leave because, you know, you're on the ship probably by depending on when they start letting everybody actually on. But last year they let everybody on pretty quick because they left the hotel. Uh, the hotel started picking us up around 10, 10.30, and basically we were like, almost like right on the ship. They had right on. So they got really good started. So, And they're not leaving port until about, I don't know, I think it's 4 or 4.30. So, you know, he's still can, basically still on land kind of. So maybe try to go live for a little while and walk around and say, here we go. Look, at this is what's going on. You can see people lining up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? All, all right. Actually, even a boost, they actually have um, – uh, booze packages this year. Yeah, oh, I can't imagine what that's going to be. You know, messy. Yeah, because everybody in your cabin has. If you if you buy the booze, if you buy the booze, everybody in your cabin has to. Cabin right? has to buy the booze thing. You know. Mm. Uh uh. No, thank you. Well, you can't do that anyways with my crew, but that's all good. You don't need to drink that. Just have a good time anyways. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's pills. Huh? <laughs> what did you say? Truly, like a real pro. <laughs> It's, you know, just alternatives. Went, just went all seventies on you. Uh, no, you don't. I missed that you know, right over my head. Yeah, that's that's all right. Yeah, uh, you know, you don't need to drink. <laughs> a lot of water. That's about it. Yeah. Okay. No. I'm serious. It's too hot. Too. You know. I think that's the big thing too. By all these years, baby. By day four, everybody looks great and wonderful. And by day four. By the end of the time, when everybody's getting off the ship, Lonnie would test this. Yeah, because you're like a zombie you haven't slept in four days. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. You know, just get the hell out of my way. Because, you know, that's why everybody's got their luggage in their hands. And they're like, when are you going to leave? Damn it. I want to, you know, everybody's trying to say goodbyes and people are crying. And, and you know, because you don't ever know if this is going to be it. You know, you know, every year they say, oh, we're going to have an next cruise. You know, next year they already said that supposedly they're going to have an next one. Now they're saying it might be from a different port. You know, but you never know what can happen to it in a year either. You know, the guys yeah. can change their minds. Hey, Somebody could hey, get sick. You, you know, know so the, the money never... the money might be that good that this will be what they're doing after they stop touring. You know, this might oh, I mean, could be this might yeah, be, could be what they okay. It's it's our five five days of Kiss fans. One big payday every year. Yeah, you know, so who, who knows? It just gets a little bit more expensive. All right, let's bring want... this. Let's bring the show Holy... to a wrap. One second, one second. I wonder. If, I want to. <laughs> yeah, I love this. I, I wonder. If, I wonder if Gene and Paul, after this is like the cruise is done, they, they go into a room and they start counting the money. I made more than you did. I made more than you did. Cruise because they got. They both have their own. You know, sell the guitar stuff and you know their microphones and axes and you know the petting things and the in the acoustic. You know, Gene's got his special thing and Paul got his his, his special electric thing. And if you buy a commemorative, there's so many different things. I wonder if they like compete again. And they sit there going, hey. I made more money than you did this year. I made more money than you this year. I, I, <laughs> doubt, I doubt it. They probably just go in, high five each other, and go kaching. <laughs> Bunch of suckers. Hey, you know, I, I still think the Paul Stanley pizza thing's cool, but I like to, to see him do some real cooking. Um, you know. Oh, his pizza's awful. I said uh, that's terrible. <laughs> All right. God, I, it was on, on that happy note, let's bring this one to a wrap. That was uh, topic roulette. We didn't know what was coming. I've still got, I've still got, a, I've still got a few more of these uh, 
these little uh, squares from previous topics, and I, I think we'll do this again sometime soon. But for now, we do appreciate you listening to our show. Do join us on Facebook, on YouTube, on Spreaker, on the FAQ message board for the topics, and chime in with your opinions of what we've talked about today. You know, who would you lo- most like to meet from the band that you haven't met? Uh, who surprised you that you did meet, um, you know, similar to the stories that we've had, because everyone's been lucky to meet other people um, and have their own special occasions to reminisce about. So we thank you for listening. Join us next time from Andy, from Lonnie. Happy Halloween. I miss you. Happy Halloween, everybody. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye now. Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.